Hello, and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We're not experts or an educational podcast. We're just a group of friends who like talking about sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and superhero movies. Yet, this is not one of those times. We're not talking about uh, sci-fi, fantasy, horror, or superhero movie. I mean, we do mention those things in this episode. But no, it's over a TV show. Last year, we did an episode that we were trying to start a new sub-series called Cinematic Series over TV shows that uh, are so cinematic we feel like we can appropriately talk about them on our podcast. And it happened to be Stranger Things Season 1. And so we're returning for Stranger Things Season 2 to talk about it. Real quick, there are major spoilers for Stranger Things, as well as Aliens. I'm sorry if you've never seen it. I don't know what you're doing here. If you like Stranger Things, you will like Aliens. If you don't, there is something seriously wrong with you. Uh, there are also minor spoilers for the pilot of Lost, uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the story, so any movie. Batman vs. Superman, Twin Peaks The Return, War for the Planet of the Apes, and Halloween Town. Other than that, I'd like to apologize about Kendall's mic being off at the beginning. I thought she was using her normal mic, but she was not. And Matt bumps his stand with his chair several times, and I did not catch it immediately. So, without further ado, enjoy the conversation. Other than all the Defender shows on Netflix. That's like all but two. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a majority. <laughs> Being Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, like not including the Fox Universe shows. What, what would that be? Gifted. Gifted right? and... Oh, there's the one on FX. Has the movies. Legion? Legion. Mm. Is that still going? I don't know. Uh, I completely forgot about it until you said that, so I don't know. Me and Kendall were talking about it the other day, how we're caught up besides in humans, and just because I'm, I'm putting it off, it. I'm like, uh, yeah. But and I, you know, originally it was supposed to run this, the first half of the season, and then January was going to kick off Agents of Shield. But then Agents of the Shield got pushed even further to December. Mm-hmm. I think December 1st or 10th. I don't remember which, but... Yeah, because they're like, we need to fix this <laughs> problem. What's what's mind-blowing is that Kevin Feige is such a huge proponent of the Inhumans, and yet they completely got trashed. Like, he was the one that wanted to bring them, like, bring them in their own mm-hmm. movie. And I don't know. This is mind blowing. Blowing. That was probably the issue they had was making it a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, it's setting at ten percent on the tomato meter. Fifty two percent of audiences liked it. Oh man. <sighs> yeah, I would agree based off those first two. So I mean, I'm thinking about watching the rest. Just you have to because you're a complete. Yeah. I just I don't know. You gotta know. Yeah, there's also Punisher is out now too, but I, I haven't know. watched it yet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just excited for Age of the Shield to start again, so I'm not I really looking your, forward to I saw your meme yeah, or it. your your post. Yeah, I'm excited for Punisher. I just haven't. 
That one was lower too. It wasn't as low as it was still fresh, but it was like it was as like, low as it could get, like sixty-two or something like that. It got, it did better than Iron Fist, yeah. and uh, I think that was a. But it's just I think part of that comes from uh, such harsh harsh violence after just having the uh, the shooting in Las Vegas. Hmm. I read so many reviews about it and people were saying like this is very like this is very representative of the times we live in where nowhere is safe and like even uh even the good guys are questionable like everybody was relating it more to like current events and things like that and it's not they weren't so much focused on the show or the performances Hmm. so that kind of kind of bummed me out the people the like the, the the review sites that i typically trust though give it good reviews so i'm hopeful for it we'll see yeah i mean we we liked uh iron fist and that one was in like the 30s right that one was i mean it was slow but we ended up liking it by the end yeah i could see where complaints were coming from but oh i could see it yeah i i still liked it, still liked it the knock i hear the most about punisher is just the violence hmm. we haven't watched so shut up have you seen any of the punisher films no, just the first one, or er, which not one? not the not the first, not one the Dolph Lundgren. No, no, no. Yeah, I saw the one with uh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah, you will have to watch Dolph Lundgren. That's mm. a, that's a, it's an interesting film. It's a cheesy bad movie, mm-hmm. but it's so bad it's good. Um, they tried to do the Marvel Knights films, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was. Uh, Punisher Warzone with Ray Stevenson, who would go on to be one of the Warriors Three. Uh, Volstag. Volstag. Yeah. Um, and then the second Ghost Rider film falls in that as well. And I think there's another film that also falls in that line. But initially, that was supposed to be its own. That was like going to be a universe. That's Columbia that had that, right? Maybe. Ah, uh, I don't know. I think so. I think it was Columbia and Sony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um. I like Warzone. A lot of people don't like Warzone because it's so cartoony with the violence, but, I mean, it looks... If you read the Punisher comics um, that Bradstreet, Tim Bradstreet did, like, in the, I don't know, around 2005, 2010, it looks like that come to life. I mean, Ray Stevenson looks like the Punisher. It's it's creepy, almost, if you look at some of it side by side. Hmm. So I liked it for that, and it felt... It felt in tone with that comic. And which, I mean, the the stuff in Daredevil Season 2 felt very much in line with that as well. It just wasn't quite as over-the-top and cartoony. Have um, you already talked, Kindle? Hello! Yeah, I'm not, I don't have that mic on. Oh, here. I'm sorry. I'm using Seth's. Yeah, I said, um, hold on, it should be this one then. Pip, 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 yeah. pip, pip, pip. Did you hear about the Lord of the Rings series? Yeah, I'm stoked. I read it to you. Oh, okay. I saw a video for it later and how do you guys you guys are you're excited for it? It sounds interesting. It's not a remake. No, but I mean like sometimes you just need to leave like well enough alone and I feel like we are getting into dangerous territory without Star Wars because we're starting to get Star Wars movies every year, right? Mm -hmm. And I love don't get me wrong, like I love how we get new Marvel installments all the time. I think that's cool. But I, what I, what I, what Star Wars did was it told a complete story. 
And I feel like now that we are having new entries constantly, like almost like every year or every other year, it takes something away from something that was special. And Lord of the Rings is one complete story. It I feels disagree. Very f- it has nothing to do with the, the Lord of the Rings, But though. it takes place inside it's that It's just w- in the same world. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be like one season is going to be one person's story, and then mm-hmm. the next season will probably be somebody else, something else that happened in the world. Yeah. It's different long, time periods, whatever. As long as it's not necessarily playing with those characters. I, I don't think so. I don't mind. There might be like a hint, you know, like yeah. a, hey, that was supposed to be somebody, and you saw him for two seconds. Right. Like Rogue One, I like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you guys? You guys have all seen Rogue One. Um, mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. because we heard about that story mm-hmm. in the initial three films, and we got to see that story. But we're getting a Han Solo movie that I don't think we need. No, yeah, yeah, I agree. I see what you're saying. And uh, I, I, I don't really care for. Honestly, I don't care for episode seven, eight, and nine. Like, I don't necessarily want that. It's happening. And seven was fine. It was a good film. But I feel like the Skywalker story was told. Let's leave it alone. Like, you can do so many other things, like in that galaxy, that we heard about. If you want to, but don't annualize it. And yeah, my main thought is, why are they doing it? And if it's whoever, if it there was a script written initially because that person loved the books and they're like, this story was left out of the movies and it needs to be told. And so that's their intention. Then, okay, maybe it'll be good. But if it's more like, hey, these movies made a ton of money. We got to go back to this fr- franchise and, and think, make it a universe. Yeah. And I think part of that comes like with the uh, Lord of the Rings bit is because of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones! Because of that success. Game of Thrones! I can see that. Everybody's really going to be that. the competitor. Mm-hmm. Nobody can compete with Game of Thrones. Just saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it can. I don't think even Walking Dead can. Which oh, hell no. For a while, they were Walking neck and Dead neck has in the like ratings. Coasted. It's the exact same shit over and over and over and yeah, over. Don't even get me started with that. Game of Thrones is not the same shit. Everyone's always evolving and things are changing. And the people who die, you get new people. Time actually passes. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. Um, yeah, I don't know if uh, how it's decided. I'm not using Nielsen because Nielsen doesn't make any sense. But off of IMDb... I don't know how they come up with the popularity, but it says Stranger Things is the number one popular show right now, mm-hmm. and The Walking Dead is two, and Game of Thrones is three. I think it has to do with like numbers, but also clicks on the website hmm. on IMDb. Oh, uh, yeah, that would make sense. We'll see. If it, it, I guess it's not even in production yet because they're still trying to find a a host. Right. Well, Amazon's ta- Amazon's doing it. Well, what I saw just last week was Netflix and Amazon are in a bidding war oh, okay. for it. So Wow, okay. I thought I read that Amazon took it over. But. Yeah, I don't know. I would imagine Amazon has more ability to buy it because Netflix is buying stuff all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Amazon's interesting. I mean, their first <laughs> their first film was only two years ago. Um their first bought film, which was the Neon Demon, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't do all that well. It was a really weird film, and I'm I'm not even sure if I liked it. And I like weird shit, but uh, I know it only made like 
five million dollars and i think they paid at least twice that for it Hmm. so i don't know it'll be interesting i feel like netflix has a better better hand on like finger on the pulse when it comes to audiences Mm -hmm. and amazon amazon feels like it's more of like a board of directors like hey like what's that guy doing we're gonna just buy that thing because his last film was pretty good or some shit like that Hmm. because i mean what amazon originals are great I don't I, think I've watched any. Um, I, hear, I, hear, I hear Transparent is good. but Yeah, I mean, I hear that one's all right. And then uh, was Stranger it Good Girls things? Good Girls Revolt? I heard that was good. But it's all oh, canceled after one know. season. Isn't yeah. Stranger Things? Amazon. We're talking oh, about they're Amazon. Net, Stranger Things is on Ooh, Netflix. Uh, no. There's supposed to be like one series that I, I don't even remember the name of that was supposedly really good. Yeah, and I... That's what I'm saying. Like, whereas Netflix, I mean, it's got plenty of Marvel films. It's got it's got its own original programming. Uh, there was Stranger Things, but there was also um, Sense Eight or whatever that mm-hmm. was that did really well for them. Um, yeah, Orange is the New Black. Is bit, Orange uh, is the New Glow Black. is great. Glow making a go. making a murderer or whatever it's called. Oh well, mm-hmm. yeah, I've heard that's great. What is it? Santa Clara Diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard that was a good. That was pretty funny. It was a lot of fun. And what's there's a Mindhunter. That's a new one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've heard uh, lots of good things about that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Netflix seems to have a lot more going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, last year they got a ton of subscribers by putting up a show called Stranger Things, and we Netflix did an episode did. over it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And Kindle, and I watched it way too late in the game. We watched it like two months late. I watched it the day, the t- first two days it was out. That was the first show I'd binged, like, ever binged, like, right at the right at the beginning. We talked about it a few weeks ago, the f- after watching it again, you, just a couple weeks ago. The suspense, because you already know up. it's going to happen. Yeah, it's it just wasn't as viewing. fun, yeah. because I knew everything that had happened, and going through that that first time was just so exciting, because I had watched, we had put it off two months, and Kindle wasn't wanting to watch it, so I'm like, fine. And so one night I just sat down and just watched the first episode. And you went, I don't care. Go in there and watch it. I'll wait. So then I was like, okay, we can watch it. And we like benched the whole thing that mm-hmm. weekend. Yes. I kept trying to tell you guys it was good right after I watched it. I mean, granted, I know that I don't have the best track record with you guys, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. Uh, and my taste is strange, but. Stranger things have happened. This is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but so I was kind of afraid the f- second season wasn't going to be as exciting because, I mean, I couldn't have that shock of, oh, my God, this show is amazing a, a second time. What? Could I? You could. You could. You could. And I want to know, what did you think the second? Did you have any idea what the second season was maybe going into it? You know, the yes. I had avoided everything except for two pictures that and i think they might have been the only two pictures that were leaked for or released for the longest time there was the one of the shadow monster from lost which i did not get over the in the skyline no that does not look anything like that monster i was just saying lost. because they're both they're both smoke monsters yeah spoiler douche <laughs> that's like the one first of them, episode one of, them, of lost one of them is so. like the galactus cloud from fantastic four and one of them has a shape. oh god 
Don't See, remind okay, me of so that. you're talking about the poster where it's the kids on the road looking yeah. at the sky. Yeah, the bikes. I did not see the monster. I just thought they were looking oh, wow. at a really fucking cool sky. <laughs> no, that was the first thing I think that was released. Yeah, I for saw the it many two, times. Last year. Never clicked. And I Until, like, somebody shared it on Instagram and I'm like, oh, and so I unfollowed them because <laughs> I didn't want, I didn't want to see that. I'm like, man, now I know there's a giant yeah. sky monster. Stupid Kendall. Which really here. didn't. He wasn't. Bliss, I guess. Really, it wasn't quite. Because it was even, in the other world, I mm-hmm. guess. But and then the Ghostbusters picture. Of that that I did not mind. Yeah. I did see that and I didn't care. I was like, that's so cute. Yeah, I didn't. I saw that one. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, but I think I'm pretty sure I had avoided everything else. We. So this time we got on it. Day it came out, we're like, bam, Felicia. We weren't waiting around. Oh, took, yeah, it took me. It took me three days, like, just to watch. I had so much going on. But, but uh, yeah, I had it, everything hidden for me. Uh, expectation based on last season, though, was last season. <sighs> you know, I don't think I thought about it much since our last podcast. Hmm. Like at that time, I had some theories, but I mean, right. the th- I feel like the theories we have were the same as everyone else. Like. From- where um, Will throws up the little thing and we're like, okay, well, that's going to come back. And then at the end of season one, they show uh, Hop putting the waffles and mm-hmm. some food into the thing. Right. So we're all like, okay, so Eleven is alive. We're going to get her back. Well, yeah. And I, my, my theory was, or like, especially as we got nearer, was that... Because I rewatched season one, and uh, I did it after our podcast that we did over the first season, mm-hmm. and uh, my my idea was that Will would not be Will was not Will, right? Mm. Like I I was like Will's like a clone or like an invasion from the body snatchers kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and that Eleven wouldn't come back until the last episode, if at all. You kind of were right. <laughs> kind of. You got a little bit of both of those. I really thought she was there, but she wasn't there to them. Right. She and was that, only there for us. And that was something like that was after watching everything, I was like, I cannot wait to talk about that one that that specific thing with you guys and see what you thought. Because yeah. we also all three just went through Twin Peaks. Yeah, you actually mentioned on our last podcast we hadn't watched Twin Peaks yet. We I had no relation to it. I didn't even our our closest relation to Twin Peaks was we had seen Kyle MacLachlan in Agents, uh, of, Shield. Agents of Shield. Yeah, and uh, so you said it reminded you of that, mm-hmm. and so we binged it back in May, March, yeah, something like May. that. Yes, because we were. I was like, okay, I'm gonna before this mm-hmm. new one comes out, I'm gonna check out the original, and so we watched it, fell in love with it. And I can I can see some inspiration, mm-hmm. possibly if there was any at all. But it's kind of crazy that one series got us into a, another series, two decades old. Yeah, but I mean specifically, like what I'm asking is, how do you feel about Eleven coming back at the very end? I'll tell you my opinion before we get, and then I want to hear your guys's. Is, is that with Eleven, everything had a purpose that she did. And I did not feel like it was, like, just dragging it out. No, yeah, 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 I agree. It was, I mean, for one, it's her, her very original for a TV show to keep your your main characters separate yeah. for that long. And that was what it was, like, I mean, that's, 
it is original. That's what I was afraid of, though. I was like, great. I was like, so the worst way this could go is Eleven comes back in episode one, and then the gang's all together, and then it's like the gang takes on said threat, like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> kind of. I mean, like, that was my, especially after seeing the Ghostbusters costume, I was like, okay, they're pulling Ghostbusters, like, they're pulling from that in a way. And that's what I was worried about, because that would be boring, and that would be predictable. Yeah, this show, both seasons, have blown me away with how big of inspiration they take from other things, Mm -hmm. and yet it is its own original thing. And there's stuff that I've never seen done before. Right. We'll start. Okay, we'll start with my favorite character, which I felt like he was redeemed last season. Like he 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 learned a little bit, and I mean, a lot of people. I think nobody Mike. agreed with me. Sorry, nobody. I don't think anybody <laughs> agreed with me on our podcast that I don't think anybody liked Steve, but me. Like I liked him, and I was like, he learned something at the end, and he grew up a little bit, and we might, we've got some hope for Steve. I think I enjoyed it. I remember the. I don't remember if I said I liked him specifically, but I liked the ending of her choosing Steve and not Jonathan. I remember. Yeah, was, I remember you liked that because it was going against the grain. But I yeah. also like that they totally just fucked that up for us too. And so my favorite character of the season was Steve. Steve he was, was freaking great. He was the MVP of the season. Like he, I don't Even know. Even when he was a sad whiny baby. Well, I'm yeah. sorry. I love you, Steve. You <laughs> come with me. Like he and Dustin pairing up in that moment is great. Perfect. I mean, childhood is really pretty linear. Like you're just planning, and then you get into high school, and you're a completely different person. Right. So Steve is going through that transitional f- phase, and so he's the only, he's the character with the most development. You're this. right, and like, and Steve's also the oldest. I gather that he's a senior. Hmm. Uh, this was his last right? year at school. He starts out kind of like he's better than last season, and he's grown a little bit. But over the course of the season, I feel like Steve went from like the world is like revolves around me in close proximity to there are much more important things out there, especially with like in terms of his relationship with Nancy, like instead of they're hanging shit up in the shed and instead of like hammering her about their relationship or like whatever, he just accepts it. Like I was a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a pretty cool babysitter. And like, he gets it. He, he understands that things don't always work like what you think they will. Mm-hmm. I felt like and like I, when you go in a house and you're trying to be like I'm sorry and then there's a freaking monster yeah and I just I feel like he just grew up like I felt like he was like he realized that like this is just now and it's not forever and there are bigger things out there yeah well he's kind of the adult late earlier in the show when they're at the party and she's mm-hmm. getting hammered yeah and he's the one taking her to the bathroom to clean her shirt up and she's just Nancy is tormented like she's got some demons yeah 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 which I mean comes a little bit from I mean you could say it comes from her home life her dad is pretty just he he doesn't invest in his kids obviously right like he's just the stares at the tv guy uh which although he is that way I loved every scene with him. Fucking he Ted. cracked me up. He, yeah, I mean, he he is that that eighties parent, just okay, like whatever you say. Um, 
Okay, so that's favorite character. That's my favorite character. Who's your favorite character? Oh. Man, you know, I do love Steve, but I, I feel like I got to see Hopper again. Hopper again. Hopper's pretty awesome. I, I, especially in this season, we get more of him. I mean, we knew why he is the way he is, why he's so bummed out all the time because he had the most painful thing a human can experience is losing their child and then his wife left him after that and we we get him opening up well firstly uh we talked a little bit about this a few weeks ago right after we finished it we recorded a podcast over something on monday and you asked us what did you think about it just just a glimmer mm-hmm. and uh, i meant kindle and i were talking about how we both cried in it and i cried like three times but the first episode got me when you see hopper and 11 together and they're having their moment i'm like oh my god he has a child oh it's the most beautiful thing did you notice that she's also wearing his his daughter's brace her his daughter's hair tie as a bracelet no i didn't well, there you go. Now go watch it again. Oh, buy God. some more. <laughs> um, he gave her a bunch of her things. But yeah, we that's get, what he had to give to her. We get that together, and he finally things. like seems a little bit happy. He does. And and we get him opening up to her about it. But yeah. we also still get regular Hop, who says he's going to do something and forgets and does something else and gets so, angry. Yeah. I mean, while he has, uh, while he has a change involved, he ha- he's evolved a little bit. He's still the same person. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Kendall? Jerk. Who's your uh, always eleven? It's always eleven. Really? Hmm. Why? Why would you not like eleven? Well, no. I mean, that's I. She's fine. She's yeah. She's fine. She's great. She's a badass. She is great. She is. Yes, and I will agree. Uh, It's just so hard to relate. (laughs) I relate, Papa. (laughs) I I don't think it's hard to relate. I just think that there are. Last season, she was the most interesting thing. About that, sh- about okay, so the show. What's the most interesting about this show? Everything around her, like you're watching. Eh, no you're watching I'm the group. In her. <laughs> well, okay. I feel like she was. I don't feel like she was the least interesting thing by any means, but she was not. She was not nearly as interesting this time around, and I think that's because the group is pulled apart, and you're seeing every individual like handle situation mm-hmm. um and every you're you're learning a lot about these characters um whereas last time we learned about 11 and how she perceives the world right this time around we're looking at the group and how they handle the world whenever they're pulled apart and to me that was more interesting than just the soul journey of 11 i loved the soul journey of 11 but I feel like this one was just an emotional journey for Eleven. So she, yeah, I mean, made it more interesting. It, it was an emotional journey. It wasn't journey. just her journey into the world. Now it's her dealing with her own emotions and finding herself. Yeah, like figuring out what she stands yeah. for and who she is. And I, I appreciate that. But just how Dustin went about things with Dart, um, Will, Will's dealing with this horrific and Mike's events there. He's going through. Yeah, and Mike's there with him. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you have Lucas that's kind of like mad at Dustin, unable to get uh, a hold of Mike or Will, and just kind of like in this in this void almost with Max. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like all that was 
I found that more interesting than the eleven mm-hmm. story. It all works perfectly as a story, but those those points, specifically the Stephen Dustin story, was way more interesting. Yeah, I, I was bored with Will and my, Mike, really? um, and then I was annoyed with uh, Dustin. I'm so annoyed with him. Uh, he's awesome, but he annoyed me. I was like, "You, what the hell are you doing?" And then I didn't give a crap about Lucas and Max like at all. I don't really like her. She annoyed she me. Really? I, she, I was like, I was Mike in the situation. I was Is like, she, get out. You're not part of the group. Is she your least <laughs> favorite character in the season? My what? Is she your least favorite character in the season? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No. I, really, I liked her. I hated the PI guy. He annoyed the hell out of me. Monty. Really? The weirdo guy. Murray. Ugh. Murray. Oh, I, I, oh, said, I loved. The oh, only I, thing redeeming about him was like him bringing those two together. So I was like, ugh, you're I annoying. I thought he but, was okay, great. I, I did okay, too. He did I great. I don't like him. He annoyed me as a person. No, I just but thought he was meant a great... to be kind of like slimy annoying. and annoying. <laughs> I was like, you're a psycho. When he showed no, up. I changed my mind. Max's brother. Billy. Yeah, but oh, you're meant to God, that guy's the scariest but fucking you're thing. you're meant to hate him. Like, I mean, he's like, so like grody and just he's a actually very a-hole. prissy and quite. No, quite clean. look at him. He's grody looking. He's not grody. You looking. can't be prissy and grody. You no, can't be that, like I'm proud of mean. this nasty. Look at, look at look at that guy's Ew. hair. He's very prissy. I don't he's, care. It looks greasy and gross. Who does not think it looks mm. greasy? No. It's fucking eighties. It was disgusting. Cur- it was too curly to be greasy. It was disgusting. Um, like, look at Steve. Steve has great hair. He's yeah, but he works hair. on it yeah. all the time. And then there's this guy who's like thinks he's beautiful and he looks disgusting. So does Mrs. Wheeler. Who? Mrs. Wheeler. Thinks oh, she she's... thinks she was just reading a romance novel, so she was just hot and bothered. She was very hot and bothered. Hmm. Okay. That was the most disgusting part of this entire series. I don't know if I had a character I really didn't. Or I, I could like say it. Mike's dad it. because I, I hate his dad. is just so basic and annoying. It's just terrible. Dad! Door! He just sits there. What did he, he yells for her to get the door, doesn't he? No, he's asleep. Oh, I thought he was reading he, a book. He, or he just pretends when, he doesn't hear her. When Billy's at the door, he's asleep. Oh. My my least favorite character was Max. Like, hmm. yeah, I don't really like her. She didn't do anything wrong. She's just not likable. I I don't know. I don't I don't know if she was she was just. I still l- felt bad for her. I just didn't like her. She was surrounded by a lot of interesting characters, and when you are surrounded by a lot of interesting characters, and you are not interesting yourself, and she came off you as look rude. way worse than you are. Because to me, there was no. There was no hook to Max. Everybody's Maybe. everybody's kind of got a hook. Maybe that's why I liked her because I could relate. Like that was me in school. Which part? I was. Everybody else was more interesting around me. Mm. Maybe. If you felt that way, I'm sorry you did. But <laughs> and um, I was also really good at Dig Dug. I've never played that game. Really? Really? I think we have a version of it. Um, I, I don't know. I just I didn't. She was fine. But she felt more of a plot device than a character. Hmm. To me. Um, the one moment she has where she shines is whenever she's talking to Mike on the skateboard in the gym. Mm-hmm. She shines there. Every other moment in the series, it kind of felt like she was more of a plot device. She was 
she was the catalyst for Billy to come at the end and beat the living shit out of Steve so that the kids could get could get to the laboratory. She was um she was the foil for Dustin and Lucas to drive the group apart and create tension. Like I just I don't know, I just felt like she was more of a plot device than a character hmm. in some respects. Yeah, I was I real quick I have to defend uh, since I already that gave my small defense of her was I was going to say for Billy, for one, I thought he was a fantastic villain. Yeah, I agree. He was freaking evil and disgusting. Was, you never knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. And that he was, was terrifying. And they actually, um, I'm not going to give spoilers for it, but like they gave a really good explanation why he is the way he is with the small scene with him and his father. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they I thought did. that was fantastic. Like, swap those characters; it'd be really freaking scary. Again, I thought he but, did. He the the actor did really well portraying it too. Uh, where he's actually, you can he's 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 very good at portraying a terrifying person, and then he is literally terrified, terrified and in that scene. Al- and I almost I feel bad for him, feel but it. not quite. I mean, he's very much Henry Bowers. Yeah, mm-hmm. he but, would have been a better. Henry but Henry Bowers, the explanation was a little was pulled out for a, for yeah. a little bit in, in it. Which I, mean, I, I was gonna say, I the only thing we'd seen him in was Power Rangers, and you guys saw Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah we saw it in theaters amazing. the week it came out. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think we talked about it on here. Did we? It's okay. great. You should watch it. I need to see it. You really do. He he he's good in that, but as the Red Ranger, no less the good the, the leader, yeah, <laughs> the good guy. That was this, him. Like yeah. he he blows he blew what? me away. What? No freaking way! Yeah, that's him. I oh yeah, like you didn't. Red Ranger, Because huh? I was looking at his credits, that I was like, Red, what the fuck? Like, how do you do that? That's such um, a good movie. How do you go yeah. from that to this? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I can't wait to see him in more stuff if he's that versatile. Right. Right. I I don't know. I mean, and even with the scene with his dad, like maybe they did it wrong in it for people to feel sorry for Henry Bowers, but I did not feel so like the dad beat on him, but like Henry Bowers was pure evil. I just I didn't feel sorry for him because hmm. of how like listen, like you can grow up in that environment and you don't have to be a fucking terror. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, they necessarily didn't explain like the feel sorry. People. It was just like, oh, thank you, because I think too often, uh, especially in today's climate, people just want to villainize everybody without or dehumanize everybody. If if somebody is a terrible person, we don't want to hear why. Right. We just want them like, no to excuse. pay for it, which really doesn't solve anything in the long run. Right. It just. It could. It, it, just saw, it just puts a band-aid over it. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell you one of the one of the plot twists that I completely wait before plot I say twist. that. Hold on. This to me, going from the first one to the first season, the second season was Alien to Aliens mm-hmm. in every regard. Like because we we literally get Paul Reiser in here. No, but we do get that, <laughs> which is a nice nod. Like. <laughs> The first season, because one of the guys say "Stay Frosty," we have, and there's the motion tracker. I mean, <laughs> oh, like yeah. Jesus, and like they're watching the cameras as the team's being taken down. Like that is straight from Aliens. But no, it's that the world is bigger. The world is so much bigger, 
Um, in the first season, we get one creature, and we think that might be uh, it. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. And then, and it just like you go back to that first season, and everything seems so small. It's very, it's very contained. But this time around, we have multiple creatures. Ugh. We have, um, we have a big, crazy monster that can cross the dimensions with the shadow monster. Huh. Um, I'm, I'm seeing it more which and is more kind of, the, uh, as you're talking. Which is kind of like, I mean, if you, if you've read the interviews, like I have, that's the queen alien, and that shadow monster hmm. is going to be the. That is the ultimate villain of Stranger Things. And that's also why we did not fully see it. We only saw it in shadow. Well, it's made of smoke, so... It's not made of smoke. But it is? No, it's not. it went inside him? It went inside him because it can travel its consciousness like that. But the creature itself has a physical form. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, there was... You see it at the end of... Or at during the dance... Uh-huh. And I was I watched a f- so about four four or five of the Beyond Stranger Things episodes. I watched all of those, and they explained it was intentional. They had every breath you take mm-hmm. by the police playing while that thing is watching them. Yes, like staring, watching. Waiting. But yeah, so to me, it's like whenever people have talked to me about Stranger Things too and asked like what I thought and that, like how would I explain it to them. It's alien to aliens in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do get Paul Reiser. And my immediate thought seeing Paul Reiser is like, oh, you piece of shit. And like, <laughs> especially like right after the first time we see him, he goes into the lab and that, you know, you see that they've been watching them on the camera the entire time. They're like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, here we go again. Yeah. And I wonder if that was intentional. If they, if they, they cast him us. for that, you're, they're they like, did. you know him as the guy who's going to, who's going to screw them over. They play with your expectations a lot with that. And with like the end of the first uh, episode mirrors uh, what happens uh, in the first episode of stranger things, which is will being hearing sound being abducted. Mm-hmm. Dustin hears the sound of the trash can and we, and nothing happens goes inside because dustin's just like nope like fuck this like <laughs> been through enough yeah, <laughs> not today maybe tomorrow and then tomorrow he does check it and we get dart but it play it does a lot of things like that yeah but for some i don't know why maybe it's just because he's older and more he has good decent bedside manner he just seemed i i trusted him early on i don't know if it was in the first episode but Early on, for some reason, I trusted him. I didn't trust him until the very last episode. And then I was like, okay, everything's okay. <laughs> but I loved the moment whenever Hopper and Eleven are going through the staircase. And he's like, you might want to, you know, she's here. She's going to save the day. You might want to think about that. Tightens that fucking tourniquet a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And then, of course, we get the ending where he comes through and gives... Gives Hopper a proper daughter, sort of. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. He uh, he really did well. This like Paul Reiser did fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, another person that I thought was going to betray me uh, was Bob. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. why it took me a while to figure why to settle on Hopper be my favorite was because Bob contests for that spot. 
I the whole time I was like, you're gonna be fucking. You're too naive. Something about you is too naive, especially mm-hmm. whenever they're like, you gotta come in, but no questions. And he's like, okay. Like he just seemed a bit too okay with it. Hmm. Um, so I was like, you're fucking evil. You're fucking. You're gonna be like the <laughs> ultimate leader of all of these guys, and you're gonna turn on us at the last moment. Huh. You're gonna walk in wearing the lab coat, like yes, like welcome. Hmm. But that's before we get that they were like high in high school together and stuff like that, right? No, even after that, like I really oh, thought until the moment Bob died, I thought oh Bob. I was waiting for Bob to betray them. Well, when he when he messed up, yeah, a little bit. Like when he forgot the gun, I was like, okay, if he survives, he's gonna betray them. If he dies, he was a good guy. I just you just knew he was gonna die because everybody's rooting for I that. Didn't, uh, I didn't. I didn't know he was gonna die. Joyce pair up. Well, I knew. I kind of had a feeling he'd probably die because he's also like a big, a larger actor, and he. Everybody else signed on for multiple seasons. Like Paul Reiser signed on, I think, for the next two, hmm. assuming they do them. Uh, and Sean Astor was signed on for one. Damn. Because if you get nosy and start digging around, you can find all yeah, this I stuff. Yeah, I don't get nosy. Yeah, like we that. don't do that. We don't do that I in do this that. household. I do that. I think your chair is knocking against your stand. Uh, it might be. Because I'm hearing oh, yeah. a, a noise. Um, yeah. yeah, I expect I expected Bob. I liked Bob. I Bob, Bob. Bob and Joyce were a cute pair, but... Yeah. They were a cute pair, but they didn't... I don't know. It was cute, but you're like, too good to be true. No, <laughs> not even that. I just was like, you guys are cute together, but man, like, I feel like Bob Bobber. would not... Bob wouldn't be able to grasp or handle everything that is Joyce. I don't know. He did pretty damn well at the end. I think he would have been freaking out on Joyce and telling her to cool her shit whenever she started, like, burning Will. I don't he know. probably wouldn't have been there. I don't know. He Maybe. would have tried. I think he. I feel like he would have. I mean, he died for a reason because he died to give her the power to do that. Because she was pushed over her, like, her perceived limit. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and that was that's true. that was his point in the story. Yeah, even brother was like, no, mom, no! Yeah, and I feel like if Jonathan was there saying no, that Bob would be there saying no, and we wouldn't have got the ending we got. Yeah, I'm just still still a little heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, another it's point I cried in the show was when uh, Mike went to go look at the games that he left. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, Bob. I'll tell you the scene. My Bobby. I'll tell you the scene that almost... Well, I'll, I'll say it. We'll get and there. And he started the... Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, did you know Bob was the man who started, started the, the AV, AV club? club? Speaking of the AV club, um, I was kind of a little let down. I don't know let down. I was a little sad. I understand why, because there's no fat on the bones of the story, period. But I was a little bit... I miss Dr. Clark. Was he not in this at all? He was in there. Yeah. He was in there like that. Like he was I'm in there. Still for always worried he's gonna die. Yeah, I I see what you're saying because first w- the, what we got of him in here was great, and I would have loved more. Like with him, his like he's just <laughs> so excited to introduce Max and like, yeah, tone it down a bit, Mister Clark. <laughs> Drum roll, Dustin. <laughs> like yeah, we just get him. We only really get him in that scene, and then. Whenever the boys are going to show him dart, but never do. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's really it. Do we see Myth very? I think we might see Myth. There's the another classroom scene when Dart or when Dart is in Dustin's bag and he keeps interrupting. That's right. But we just don't get a lot of him. Whereas like last season, he kind of uh, he was our he was our eyes into the scientific realm of how of possibilities and how this thing could be true. Mm, uh, yeah. So maybe he was put in the show to be exposition and now we don't need him no but we gotta he, he's gotta come back for season three and be a little bit more i mean i need more dr clark yeah yeah I, dr. Clark, whatever. Too. i'm gonna call him dr but how about joyce what about joyce joyce is the same always really i a little bit she never changes her she, life just sucks <laughs> she was she was happy for a little bit it was nice to see mm-hmm. yeah um, it was also nice to see. We knew in the first season that she would do anything for her son. She went to another dimension for mm-hmm. her son, and and this time around, she almost kills her son for her son. I'm gonna kill you, boy, to get you back. Which I mean, it was it was nice to see, but it was also nice to see her happy. Um, and it was nice to see that she still hasn't lost her. Mind. <laughs> she's not jaded. She's not jaded by the events of the first season. She's still open to weird shit can happen. But what that that was the original name of the show, weird shit. Weird <laughs> shit. And like the like weird shit can happen and it's like what what is the weird shit on the scale? You know what I mean? Like let's gauge it here. Let's talk a little bit about it. And she's still a detective and putting things together and figuring figuring out this and that. Yep. Hop needs to induct her. Hop needs to get up on that. What Make, are you talking about? No, nope. She's gonna be the they're gonna, deputy. They're in the gonna next get together. Show. You know, we're all. What if she was? That. that would be cool. Yeah, that I would agree. be cool. Um, I mean, she's better at it than those other two guys. <laughs> For real, yeah. those guys suck. Uh, Harry and Lloyd. Why have they not died yet? When the season started out, and we kept getting the random. We got the bullshit about the pumpkin patches. Like, You're was, like, what? Like, literally, whenever whenever uh, what, Murray mm-hmm. was in Hop's office, like, talking about Building. the Russians and whatnot, and then the uh, receptionist calls in and tells him the story, like, I was like, okay. I thought it was a bullshit story. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, the they have some kind of hand signal that says, like, say the pumpkin patch bullshit. Say like, give me a bizarre pumpkins. story. <laughs> And so I was like, this is really... And then when he followed through, I was like, this is really interesting. Like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> everything. And it did have to do with everything. I liked how it started out with something small and blossomed into something much bigger. What did you guys think about... Uh, I, I butcher her name every time. Did you say eight? Yeah. What is, what is her name? Is it Kali? Yeah, when we were watching it, I thought they were calling her Colleen, but then I read it, and so I... I, it, I guess Kali. What did you guys think of the opening of the show? And we, the first thing we see is see, her. I thought it was gonna be something that was way cool. better. That was because I was like, "What are we doing here? This is so strange." Oh, <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> no, seriously, this is this is not the show I I was Remember. trying to watch. Yeah, I was this half is com- expecting kind of just because I was like, "Well, if she's eleven, means there's ten others." Yeah, and that's what I. But After I a while, I died. assume yes. because we're in a different city, and I'm like, "What is happening? I don't understand the connection. Are these the bad people?" And then I don't remember if she does something first, or if she see the tattoo you first. You see the 
uh, I think you see the. She does something. I think it's probably the blood and the tattoo at the same see, time. You see, you the see her nose. So we see the bleed. stuff fall, and I'm like, oh, she's another one of the patients. And then we see the tattoo and the blood and find out that it's a different power. It is a very different power, and it's not it, but it, and that's what I mean. Like, it plays with your expectations. And there so then I thought, oh, so this is Netflix's grab at the X Men since, yeah, since Marvel doesn't actually own the but rights. But there's probably only nah. going to be like four or three of them or something like that. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, technically they're more like in humans in the way that they were created. made. Yeah. I um, hope there's not much more of them, honestly. Yeah, so episode seven. Probably find one, and then the rest are probably not to be found or something. Episode seven happened, and uh, this should have been eight-episode season, in my opinion. You didn't like it? I just, it was fine, but it felt like a DCEU gameplay. Like, here's our next our next goal, is we're going to do this spinoff. Well, I thought it was setting up the next season. Then I read that it was supposedly trying to set up a spinoff series I for her that. or something See, like I that. See, I assumed that she was going to come back in the third and help Eleven finish something. That's that's, that's what the I was only thinking. reason we got her. Yeah, I did not read an official article on that. That was just a Facebook comment. So. See, like... Uh, I doubt they're doing that. No, actually, they've okay. said that they're going to either do four or five seasons. Okay. Whatever makes most sense for the story. But a spinoff it. would be... like I feel like they would be like, no, that's, no si- that's silly. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she'll come back. Yeah, and I feel like she'll come back as well. I liked the seventh episode because it showed a stranger in a strange land. Mm-hmm. But, and it did it through the eyes of Eleven, which is very interesting because it's somebody that has all these powers yet is so afraid of the outside world because there's so much out there that she doesn't know how to take. She's lived in this small town and here she is in a big city. And she helps her become just one step closer to even more badassness. Yeah, I think my main problem with it... It's like Star Wars. The main reason I didn't care for it was because it's an hour long, and each episode before that, I'm investing in these other characters, and then I have to spend an hour away from them. Right. But you spend it with Eleven. Yeah, but like I kind of was. And these people I, that you want to like, I'm, but you don't want to like. I'm like you. you I found everything else more, more interesting. interesting, and yeah. so I was like, yeah. you know, this. I is, cared about what Eleven was doing, but I didn't but care about. I kind of want to go whatever. back and see what's going on with Will. <laughs> well, see the the and the episode before um, before seven, Eleven's not in it at all. I don't know if you noticed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- I'm sure I did at the time. Uh, yeah, my only... Maybe I, I do want it to be nine episodes, but I would have just preferred it to be mixed and not separated into right. two separate stories. Yeah. Because, like I said, it just felt kind of like in Batman vs. Superman, that seven minutes break of trailers. Of trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked episode seven. Um... It's not my, f- I don't know where I would rank it. I know it's not my favorite, but I don't think it's my least favorite either. I mean, I get that it was important to the story because we find out that uh, it kind of sets up Eleven's moral code. That's, yeah. Like, it's kind of her moment where she realizes really what she is and where she needs to be. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. And I felt like it was done in a way that, that made sense to Eleven because Eleven would 
she's been separated from everybody else. So what's stopping her from going out and just doing her own thing? Mm -hmm. And then she realizes that that's not the place for her, that she needs to be back with those people because that's where, that's where her heart lies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I loved the stuff with her and her mom. That was fantastic. I like that. I thought that was going to turn into her like, go home and save everyone. But then we went on this crazy adventure. Chicago adventure was just not, I, I could have done without it or just had it mixed. It's also like a, a... I would have preferred that way. She needed to do that so that she could understand how to harness her abilities a little bit more so that she can save Like her Star friends. Wars, that's what I was saying. Oh, I... I it's it's I, Luke going to Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I also hate that part of that movie. Okay. <laughs> I freaking hate that part of that movie. What? <laughs> There's so many dang parodies of him like I'm on your back and you're exercising. Oh. <laughs> it's such ridiculous. Dagobah is like some of my like, favorite hey, stuff. Remember when he cuts off Vader's head and it's his head inside the helmet? That's fucking creepy. Whoa. That was genius. Sorry. That's all right. No, I just I just I couldn't remember. Yoda. Yeah. You know, get let's, let's 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 back up. I want to go back to Murray because I didn't get to defend him, which I don't really have a great. I don't defense. care about your defense. I just was weird. I really I liked like him. Uh, Brett Gelman is really weird Michaels. to see because he's a comedian traditionally, and mm-hmm. what I'm mostly known him for is maybe that's why comic stuff like on podcasts. And then we saw him this year in this and Twin Peaks, and so. I had a theory that uh, after giving up the detective life, he goes to manage a casino in Las Vegas. Mm. (laughs) And then he gets fired. (laughs) Hello. Hello. What, where do you think, uh, okay, what I was going to say, what I was eventually figuring out, um, I didn't care for any of the gang that was with. Yeah, neither did I. Uh Didn't care for them at all. Nope. But it was interesting seeing Eleven in an environment with people that she she really couldn't trust and right. didn't know. That was interesting because she was completely surrounded there. But where do you think Eight goes? Where did that gang goes and what becomes of them? Do they come back, like you say, season three, which is kind of what I think. She's going to eventually find her way back to Eleven. Maybe not season three, but somewhere she will. Maybe she, um, uh, maybe she finds Papa. But do you think, I was going to say, do you think she actually finds, what if she finds him? And what if she, instead of. He says something and she's like, what? She has to take him back to the town. Or maybe like, she becomes. Eleven, his, listen to what this dude said. Or she becomes his lapdog. I doubt it. And leads him back to He would 11. have to have some kind of crazy com- mind control for that one. Well, maybe that's crazy. that's the next kid that's invo- invent like uh, introduced is somebody that can I control know, minds more so than not just a hallucination, but really take over your consciousness. Hmm. I don't know. It was nice to see Matthew Modine back for a moment. Mm-hmm. Was it? I mean, like, it wasn't a nice scene, that but was, it was a, ni- I, I it was a nice it was surprise. An, I, it was the, one of the best scenes of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was emotion-filled. But Hopefully he's really dead. I thought she was going to show up in a later episode, and when she didn't, that just made me hate the episode more. Right. Because then it literally felt like a, a franchise setup. <sighs> I was like, oh, God. 
I didn't. I honestly, I don't know if I. I would have rather had the scene. I know they need to start things out with a bang for these shows, and it's a nice way to open the world. Um, but I wish die. that she would have come into play sooner because, like, we have episode one, and then it's six episodes, six hours later mm-hmm. until we see yeah. her again. And unless you're binging it, you might have forgotten about her. <laughs> like, imagine oh, right? if that, if I that think was they six, wanted you to, though. If that was six weeks. Yeah, for a two-minute scene. If that was six weeks, you would have forgotten all about her. Mm-hmm. Luckily, they don't do that. No, they don't. They intend for you to watch it as a... So, but I liked Murray. Me too. He was a lot of fun, and he just, he got inside... We can we can segue from Murray to talk about Nancy and Jonathan, but like he got inside their head and they did not like it at all. Yeah, it was so funny to see really? him as this. You at first, he 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 makes sense. He's there. Uh, this thing happened. There was something. There was gonna be somebody who's suspicious mm-hmm. from this from the events of the first season, and so he's that guy. And Hopper's just throwing it to the side because he can't he can't mention anything about it and he's obviously he gets actually annoyed by him beyond annoyed <laughs> he's like ready to kill him <laughs> but so he 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 actually seems kind of crazy in that and then his his basis is way off oh like yeah he, he's, russian he, he he does he doesn't actually know what's happening so he's he kind of he's kind of the crazy conspiracy guy but he's actually good at his job mm-hmm like we see that he's he he immediately picks up that they, there's some right. type of thing going on between them, right? And I mean, that character and the whole little Barb side story there, like that was not a thing until everybody latched on to justice for Barb. Oh, that's funny. Um, they talk on one of the later episodes of Beyond Stranger Things. They talk about it like that was not going to be. Barb's parents were never going to be there. That was not going to be like, they needed to figure out what to do with Nancy. Right. Mm -hmm. But, and they knew that Nancy and Jonathan were going to, their paths were going to cross. They weren't sure how, but when the justice for Barb movement started, they were like, okay, like that's how we're going to like everything fell into place. And I always felt like one of the more emotional parts of the thing with her. I mean, we've seen that in a lot of things. We saw it, uh, earlier in war of the planet of the apes this year. Uh, where a character is just writhed in guilt. Yes. And she she's stuck in this spot where she can't do anything about it mm-hmm. until she's pushed over the edge. Right. Uh, and Steve is the the voice of reason in this mm-hmm. in this relationship. She's saying we have to do something about a scene. It's like you you literally can't. Right. They will kill you or kill your family. Mm-hmm. And. She goes for it. She and, does. And I was Kindle uh, actually got shocked by it, but I I could tell they were pulling pulling a fast one on on the scientists. I I I knew they weren't that dumb. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure what they were doing. I was like something's something's happening here and I don't know what it is. But I knew that they weren't they weren't stupid enough to make that phone call mm-hmm. without a plan. Yeah. Because that's Nancy. She's a planner. Jonathan Jonathan's along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Just about everything. He's like, okay, I'll yeah, f- I'll do it. He's kind of like, I'll figure it out as my feet get moving and roll with the punches. Nancy's like, I got the gun. Yeah. Nancy is like, I'm going to plan this thing out Still in every possible way. Like we got this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they make a good team is because one's 
one is reactionary and the other one is like is planning mm-hmm. is like oh and constantly thinking ahead so that's why that team works so well but aside from really i mean aside from aside from this point nancy doesn't do much else until the end where she dances with jonathan or with dustin mm-hmm. but she also figures herself out a little bit she realizes that she made a mistake with steve that she just kind of she waited and wanted things to go back to i think what she wanted was she wanted to go back to the quote normal life yeah and i was that's why she ended up with steve yeah and she real and well, through then this, we found out that she was waiting, and she waited for a month, and he wasn't ready, so she gave up. Yeah, I I, I was saying Steve had the most development, but I guess she probably did because it's nice because she kind of reverted Steve, back to before when she Steve was has the most the development between the two seasons, but she, Jonathan knows who he is. Yeah, at in the at the beginning of the first season. Yes, like he is this guy who doesn't care he he's an insider a loner and nancy is just now figuring out who she is right and she tries to be she tries to be like her mom like white picket fence everything's mm. just fine and you know what like you get with the guy that you think you want to get and you make it work even if it doesn't work like ted and nancy's mom whatever the fuck her name is i don't um, even know her name Mrs. Wheeler. Uh, <laughs> That's what she's listed as. Probably. But no, Karen. 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 Okay, we so all knew that. So that's how. Uh, that's I think how she thinks life should be. But after going through season one, like it's hard for her to accept the world as it is. It's just kind of like what you see. But she tries, and I'm glad. I'm glad she. Like eleven, she kind of figured herself out. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan does great this season. Like Jonathan does great with what he does. Um, I liked their interaction in the hallway. His and Nancy's interaction where they're walking through, and she's like, "You're coming to this," and like, "No, I'm not." And she's like, "Oh, okay. You're gonna go home at eight and read Vonnegut and listen to Talking Heads." Like, has them all figured out. Mm-hmm. There's no mystery to Jonathan, but she likes him for some reason. She's got something with Jonathan, um, even though she's got them all figured out. And I don't know. I like that. I think that's why Nancy likes him is because he is everything she knows. It's he's not going to suddenly turn a corner and be a different person like Steve could be. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because Steve is somebody to me. Steve, in a lot of ways, at least until um he grows up towards the end of season two, Steve feels like he's somebody that has to bow to the expectations of the public eye. Yeah. And you can only do that for so long before you re- you snap. And like one day you turn a corner and you're not that person because you realize that that's not you. We've gone through just about all the characters. Uh, let's talk about... No. <laughs> Sorry. Let's talk about Lucas. You you mentioned Lucas and that you were bored by Lucas. I still don't care about Lucas from last season. Lucas! Like, I think of a... Ugh. What's that movie called? The Impossible. He was such a jerk in the last season and then this season... I didn't hate him as much, but I still was just like, He's kinda, what are you doing? You're ruining the group dynamics by going to this stupid redhead girl. Wow. Same. You are betraying the to, party. You're just trying to stifle people's love. Guess so. But not Mike and uh, Els because they're perfect. You just don't like interracial relationships. Okay, I get it. 
But she likes interspecies erotica. Mm. Wow. Yes. You agree <laughs> with everything that was just said. <laughs> wow. Racist. What about you, Everett? Were you bored by Lucas? No, I I, I loved Lucas. I just I didn't lo- care. I, actually... I didn't want him going and spreading his knowledge to this girl who's not part of the group one reason that made this season still so interesting after being introduced to the first season and it was so original was that it splits everybody off into pairs Mm -hmm. and i i didn't actually notice this till later in the season i'm like oh i'm starting to see a pattern and so you get him and max you get mike and will and you get steve and dustin and and, uh, uh joyce and you get Joyce and Bob, and then Joyce and Hopper after Bob dies. I love Hopper, but that's what made it interesting to me. And so getting oh to shit, s- different people. They're in pairs of two, it and we. it's season two. It Wait, so one doesn't make sense then? I guess there's one. They're one group. Oh, okay, okay. So what's the next one? I told you they're gonna get a third, a third child with powers. And lots of threesomes. Woo-woo. Lots of threesomes. Bob's going to come back somehow, and it's going to be her oh, and justice. Hopper. Hashtag. You want justice for Bob. No, I will <laughs> tell you, I think Bob and Barb will come back as something like Envision from the Body Snatchers next no season. No way. I keep thinking about that. I was like, that would be her so- Her body was rotting. That, But Invasion from the Body Snatchers, do you not remember? They, were, they weren't they human. Made new, no, I don't think so. I don't it's know. It's too, it's too much. They were born from pods. You're born from a pod. You're not so, even a human. I liked Lucas this time around. Um, I felt it's like he more, had more to like do, him. and I liked that. I like getting to know his personal life a little bit more and kind of where he stands on things. I also liked I liked the conflict of Dustin and Lucas. It was interesting because you learned that no matter what, I felt like, okay, so like if you were going to die, right, and mm-hmm. it was up to Dustin or Lucas to save you, and they were given uh, they were given a choice to either help, like serve you, or serve themselves. Dustin's gonna be there no matter what, because I felt like Dustin was completely loyal to the party and would always be. Whereas Lucas took a chance to put the party in jeopardy to help himself and put everything so in jeopardy. Because so and this this season kind of explores this idea of why I think most conspiracy theories are bullshit because it would be so hard to contain it. Mm-hmm. We get Nancy leaking it. We get uh, Lucas, Lucas leaking it. And then Eleven just, she can't, she can't stay in this house. Right. And I mean, Joyce tells Bob. Yeah. And Joyce tells Bob. So there's really no containing some, a big secret like this. And that's one thing that makes Lucas interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I liked his, what he had to do and you learn that he's a little selfish and, uh, you know, uh, I feel like a little, I mean, <laughs> I, like I said, like, I feel like he's the, he's, he's a little selfish and they could use that a lot going forward. That, that aspect to him. Hmm. Um, so okay so we talked about Lucas we haven't talked about Dustin but we talked about pairing right the only reason Dustin and Steve ended up together is because they had nowhere for Steve to go and nowhere for Dustin to go and it's like oh shit let's just stick them together oh yeah they mentioned that on the Beyond the documentary of how he was just like a bummer (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he's Nancy 
and him and Bryce they basically break up and he was just moping so they're like we gotta do we something, do about something him. with Steve <laughs> yeah and it worked out great um I did like um Dustin and Dart even though I hated what he was doing and Dustin oh, like man. Dustin also shows a little bit of self selfishness oh my but gosh but I don't feel like he puts the party necessarily in jeopardy as much as like Dustin wants a he wants a friend and mm-hmm. he wants he's such an explorer and so curious that if he could put his name on something, a new species, like that would make Dustin's life. Yeah, I guess it's easier to see the parties in jeopardy with bringing a human being in versus a creature. versus a tiny creature. But little does he know it is literally a human eating creature. I am so glad that like how did he not we didn't get Scooby Doo because I was totally afraid that by the end of season two that. It was going to be the Stranger Things gang and Dart, Dart, Do, or the whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was just like, no, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, I'm. Now, that poor kitty, though. Muse. Muse. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be the turtle. I I loved how he sent his mom like out looking for. Muse, too. For, for the cat. And so we never up. see the mom again. We see her, we with, see her the the new cat, with, with Muse, too. Muse, too. Oh, okay. Mewtwo? Yeah, that's what uh, I liked. Mewtwo. But, okay, we I guess we did. I, I didn't think about that, but he just sends her out into the night like, go, yeah, go, go. Yeah, Mom. Go get eaten here. by a Demodog. Yeah. No. Demodog's in the house somewhere. Yeah, that was... Uh, oh, yeah, at that point, he doesn't know it's dangerous. He just, or, I mean, he knows that it ate the cat. But. but What did you guys think when you saw it? eating the cat oh man i i was i knew what happened too it was so sad god because literally i thought when he put, takes the turtle out i'm like oh dang it's gonna eat the turtle <laughs> and then, didn't eat the turtle <laughs> then as soon as the cat's missing i'm like no no mm. you know no how the hell yeah, did just... he clean that up because you can't get blood out of carpet i'm just saying oh you can't not really. Oh. It still leaves a stain. It just doesn't look like a blood stain. It looks brown. Blood is really hard to clean up. You need the wolf. <laughs> 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 Matt, you have something to tell us? Uh, I just... I, As Everett's I questioning busted. it, both of us are like, no, you can't clean up blood. <laughs> well, okay, like when I was... Uh, if you see me and you look at me and like you look closely or you get close to me, I have a scar on my forehead, right? And uh, there used to be there used to be this place called Ventures. Does anybody remember Ventures? No. Mm, no. My well, grandma has dentures. Target took over Ventures. Mm-hmm. It was a department mm-hmm. store like Target. Um, right. And there's a location at 21st and Yale. Okay. I think this is or the second time on here. Have I told, told this story? story? Okay. I don't um, remember it. Go oh, you because you weren't you weren't in you weren't here. It was just me, him, and Seth. Okay, well, so I got I got pushed over in this cart. Okay, and my head got busted open on the floor on a clothes rack, but it went all over <laughs> it went all over the carpet that was there, and they didn't change the carpet for years. Like could still go back, and there's this ginormous brown stain that used to be part of me. Hmm. Back cool. to Dustin. Uh... I liked his I liked his bond with Steve and how he kind of learns to deal with girls from Steve, which I, is so like the opposite. It's like advice. that's not what you do. Like, look, 
look at that guy and tell me that he is happy. Like, he is not happy. You he's not- clearly just giving you advice because he's heartbroken. <laughs> yes. But I did, I did enjoy their pairing. And I liked that Dustin, at the end, like, I liked that he saw Dart. Dart let him pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cute. It was Which kind of heartbreaking. Gives him the cute. gives him one last the one last three musketeers. three musketeers for the road before you die. Exactly. And then you see him supper. just lay down and just like I don't know. I kind of felt sorry for Dart. I did too. Even after he like, murdered the just, fucking cat, you're just a he couldn't help himself. I know. You just an he's animal. just a little meat meat eater. Yep. Mm. It's like a T Rex. <laughs> Do we like think chomper. the demo dogs would have actually evolved into demogorgons? Yeah. You think so? Oh. Why wouldn't they? Um, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't seem. They seem like some of those seem like they were further evolved than Dart, and that they hadn't gotten bigger. Um, maybe it takes longer time. The main difference I see is that the Demogorgon is m- more humanoid. Yeah, it stands on its hind legs. So why would legs. it be any different? It what makes it different? Has. M- F- fingers basically so no i don't mean like physically i mean what like, makes it like what why what are made they different? it different yeah huh because technically it was i mean it maybe it's like alien when it's made from different species yeah, it comes we out still different. don't know or maybe it's close proximity to the uh to the the high the shadow monster hmm. yeah we still don't technically know where Mind they come fire. from so or what well, they obviously are, so. they incubate humans and then they hmm. come out of them they do, That's probably that, why. That's probably what made it different. Is that I wonder why it'd be less maybe the though, demogorgon is used to say they're from a different that dimension. That's what they're used to in, incubating is other creatures, and so maybe. because it came out of a human being, it looks different. So all those where did they? But what about what about all those other demodogs though? Where they? They are probably spawned from that one. Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's or a no, good question. It was, they, Barb. Were, they were seeping through. Barb. I think Dart is probably the one that came from Will. He is and all the, the others came, came through. Barb. Maybe. Could have been. Could have been Barb. It looked like there, she had some there were slamming others, out of her. There were others who were dead. missing, too. Yeah. Oh, there were, oh, yeah, there were other people. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's my theory. Okay. Yeah, that could be it. That makes sense. Alien rules. Yeah. And we get Mike. Mikey Mike. Mike's the only one I, I don't think we've talked about. He's so sad. Emo Mike. Emo Mike. Emo Mike. He uh. He never gave up. He wrote you 365 letters. 300, he wrote you every day for a year. 354 days. I it was a joke. Like the notebook, mm-hmm. guys. But he, she does say the name of the days. I know she does. It was just that's what that I thought of. Days. I've only seen it once. Um. I would have been pissed at that. I wouldn't have been pissed that Hopper lied. I'd have been like... You fucking heard me every night and you didn't do anything about it? She tried. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She tried Obviously, to talk to him. Obviously, she could have done. And he thought he heard her, but he oh, hung yeah. Out. Yeah, after like 400 days. Obviously not 400, but you know what I mean. Right. Um, he kind of is really checked out for a good, because like his emotional state. He's just checked out a lot through the season. It's very sad. I don't feel like he kind of comes back until Will starts getting sick, getting sick. And then all of a sudden Mike needs to wake up and get into action. Right. That was nice where, where they have their little moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was so good. I that was it. nice. Them sitting on the couch after Halloween. I liked that. I, I was heartbroken for Mike. It's so sad. 
He thinks she gone, but he knows she not. It was just, I don't know. Uh, but I, the scene that got me, the one that got me the most was Mike confronting Hopper after realizing that Elle is alive and well. I didn't like it. I was just like, was man, just like, I feel you so your pissed? frustration, kid. Like, so mad, so upset. You've been lied to by somebody you trusted. Somebody that you have, like, a special network with has been lying to but you. But, dude, like, if she walked in the door and I was Mike, I don't care anymore. You're here. I think you're Like, I'm not that. even leaving the fucking room. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I feel like I'd probably be the same. Like, like I, I I don't give a never shit. Stay. Your side don't again. leave. Stay. Yeah. I don't even care what happened. Why any of that? Talk about later. I would still here. call somebody on their bullshit. Hmm. But that's okay, just don't me. betray Matt. That's gotcha. <laughs> I'm non-confrontational. I just you know pick your battles. Yeah, you do, and that was a big one though. Maybe I, I would have been like, "You're a dick. You're here." You know, like. But I also can't feel it because I I I, I have all the answers. So it's hard to imagine. Yeah. And I mean, if Mike had sat on the sidelines the entire season, because I felt like he sat on the sidelines for almost the entire season until about, even after Will gets sick, suddenly Mike has something to do, but it isn't really until the shit starts going down in the hospital and you realize that Will is a spy in mm-hmm. episode six that Mike right. Mike has something to do. And while... While most times that would bother me, I get it this time because it is his heartbreak over Eleven that's kept him from connecting with the group. And did you guys, what did you think about the scene where uh, Eleven looked on and saw Max and Oh, it was, uh, oh, it hurt so bad. (laughs) I hated it because I was like, go in, open the door, go in there, please just go in there. And then I was like, oh, for real? They don't even like each other, and she's all pissed about it? Stupid. I liked how Eleven was a little um, she quick, to, a little quick to judge because that is a kid. That is that is growing up. Yeah, I didn't care. I, I thought it was cliche. Like the walking in at the wrong moment. I was like, oh, God. That's. I mean, that is cliche, but it's also like you learn that Eleven is a uh, – she's – She's Mike is special enough that she she feels ownership in a sense. Possessive. Possessive, but like not in a bad way. She's just that relationship is the most special relationship in her entire life. It's the only good male relationship she's had. I mean, she's got Hopper and they get along, but like she there's a connection with her and Mike that is so special. Hmm. And that's why she does that. And I I liked it. I didn't mind it. So that's yep. all the characters. Yeah. Tell, tell me about some of your favorite moments. Well, I was trying to th- for one, one of my favorite because I was trying to think of a favorite scene, but nine hours that's really hard to pin down. Right. But one of them for sure is the scene of uh, Steve and Dustin on the train tracks. Train tracks. Throwing yeah. the meat, talking throwing about the like meat. you tell any, anybody four puffs of the fair faucet, you tell anybody you're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, great. Your ass is grass. Mine is uh, Steve with all the kids. Yeah. That was great, too. Yeah. I just love getting to see, because last, the last season, you don't expect Steve to be this great babysitter, essentially. Yeah, I mean, he is a babysitter, but you don't expect him to be even a good person, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, you figure, okay, he's grown, he's, he's he has redeemed himself, but does that mean he's going to stick his neck out for fucking these little kids? Mm-hmm. 
but I liked that. I also really, really liked, and it may be my favorite scene in the entire show um, of season two, is when they interrogate Will, and he's communicating with oh, the yeah, taps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. And you get the song back, and everybody's telling, like, you get the history of the buyers mm-hmm. in a very smart way. I really, really, really liked that scene and the way the camera pans around constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Yeah. As he's constantly giving his Morse code and telling them things. I liked that a lot. I liked when Max... I, okay, here. If Billy hadn't have fucking played dirty and hit Steve with a goddamn plate, Steve would have won that fight. <laughs> Steve would have totally won that fight because he was dodging. He's quicker than Billy... He may not be able to yeah, hit his hard. When he but started he is... fighting, I told Kendall, "Oh, Jonathan's been giving him lessons." You're right? Kinda. Yeah. I was just like, and I was right there with the kids. Like they were cheering him. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes!" And then whenever he get hits with the plates, like, "No!" Like <laughs> Stevens I, every every season just looking bloody terrible. fucking cult. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> gonna have all. By the time he get he graduates, he's gonna have all these scars and just. He's going to look like the elephant man. He might give him a bag with one eye. I liked that, the fight scene there. And I liked Max standing up to Billy. That was something. Yeah. Jabbing that needle into him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. And the bat. I love that fucking bat. I actually, yeah, actually, another great scene was <laughs> when they all leave and Steve wakes up in the car. The car and he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. Nancy, and he's looking at Mike. It's <laughs> like, no. He's like, you're okay. You got your ass kicked, but you're okay. You did well. Good try. Dustin's just like, everything is going to be just fine. Don't worry. There's a 12-year-old driving the car. Don't panic. <laughs> what did you guys think of the snowball scene? Snowball was cute. possibly my favorite. Pretty yeah. cute. Pretty cute. Yeah, I love the Dustin and Nancy stuff, and the girls over there are like, "What?" <laughs> I, I love, I love. Okay, wait, I love Dustin getting dropped off by Steve. <laughs> yes, that was wonderful. Yeah, it's so cool because he's obviously we didn't really know in the last season. We we get more of everybody's families besides Mike because we they were already, we already established. Know them all, yeah, but we find out Dustin's basically he's an only child mm-hmm. with no father no figure yeah and so steve kind of plays the a double role of brother and father yeah for him is. and that was great i loved it i did too um everybody okay listen there's nothing wrong with her but everybody thinks that lucas's sister is hilarious and i'm sorry but you're a cliche she's okay you're a cliche and all your jokes are predictable. I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah, she was cliche and she wasn't cliche. a Nick great cliche? actor. I mean, I'm sure it's very hard to find an actress. I feel like she did fine as far as acting. In the necessary role. But uh, yeah, I just thought she, she I don't know, it, it seemed seemed forced, like all of her lines. I, do, I did like the scene where she like mouthed nerd to Lucas. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was the only scene I laughed at. I like little girls with big attitudes. I don't really care. It's kind of like you when you were young. She was cute. No, I was the quiet kid who sat in the corner and played with by myself. So I was gonna say with. So you turned into a big kid with a big attitude. Uh, yes, That's I have. Right. I have to exaggerate everything now because I was so annoyingly boring when I was a kid. <laughs> I was the baby left alone, 
Like, right. my sisters are five and six years older than me. I literally was just playing by myself. I'm sorry. It was all right. It's whatever. My parents aren't affectionate. I don't need love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> now we get to Kendall's corner. Uh, sometimes I make awkward noises when I get really deep. <laughs> so, do we want to talk about theories for season three? Mm. I just told you all my I just don't really have any. Don't I have mean, any? okay. It could go anywhere now. I mean, the f- going from one to two, obvious. Or not obvious, more obvious. Going from two to three, there's just there's much, like, much like the tunnels in the town. It could go anywhere. Yeah, no there's shit. That was so. Up. That was a really cool way to do that. Mm-hmm. I liked how they it did that. cool. I, although it's going to... It made total sense and we none of us... It's going to present mm-hmm. a ton of structural issues for the city over the next several years. Their plumbing yeah. must be terrible. They're going to have to get that fixed. Yeah. Get all those filled. You just get... Just make people a are gonna, they're gonna, You're going to have potholes everywhere. Yeah. Sink Houses holes. are just going to start falling. Yeah. Nah, they're fine. That was, that was not very deep. Here's, <laughs> here's what I... Here's something I here's I, okay. So here's here's my thought. None of the kids are going to be affected by a creature next season. None of them. Uh, Will is not going to be affected by a creature. He's not going to be. Nobody's going to be. None of the kids are going to be taken to another dimension. But I'll tell you what's going to happen. Something's going to happen to Joyce. That's and the kids have to save the adult because huh. we haven't had that story yet. Huh. Kids kind of save the adults. Well, they saved Will, I guess. Yeah, and you're not saying that's that's one of the main storylines because Hopper. They have to do oh, something with. It's gonna be Hopper. They have to do Could something with Hopper. But I feel like to save Hopper because Hopper's always the one that you're like, he's he's gonna take care of shit. He might maybe it's Hopper, but one of the adults is gonna be the main. One of the adults next season is gonna be the Will of season one and two. Hmm. Oh, Hop. Because I've, I've, I kind of just feel like if they don't do something with Kali and L, I, I will definitely I feel, feel like, like no, seven. We'll have is to wasted. go get Kali to help. I feel Derp. like Kali will come around probably, mm-hmm. but I feel like the main, like this season two, I would say the main, the main storyline was Will being taken by the Shadow Monster, and I feel like the next se- next season is going to be Joyce. I think it's going to be Joyce being taken by something or being affected by something or maybe all the adults in the town and then it's just up to the kids to save them it's like fucking halloween town you loved that movie fantastic movie (laughs) just saying Uh, i'm just telling you right now i don't know that's that's my that's my thought uh going back though did you see the the thing about um Bob being from Maine, being terrorized by a clown in the 50s. Pennywise was oh. in the 50s. Huh. It's a I nice little nod they did. I didn't catch that. I mean, I, I caught the, the scene, but yeah, I didn't think, I didn't about, think about, it about it being connecting. Because the original story is set in the, the kids are terrorized in the 50s. Hmm. There is a t- I feel like there is so many more references in this season. Mm-hmm. There is a lot. Speaking of Bob, the, the Goonies thing mm-hmm. was... Was which was another one of my favorite scenes because he's just playing along. <laughs> he <laughs> like is. he's not asking why are all these papers taped together, and he's just like, "That's what it is, right? It's a map, right?" Well, <laughs> he was totally can't ask questions. Yeah. Even though he asked you. <laughs> which I mean, the which you got that's, it. <laughs> that scene is exactly why 
I felt like he was something evil too. Because he knew. He knew too much too quick. He was just smart. He's yeah. just a smart Bob man. Bob Brain. Poor Bob. Oh, I miss him already. I did wonder Justice if he was like. <laughs> I dropped my phone <laughs> on my foot. You're silly. All right. That's the, that's the podcast. Justice for Bob. No, I don't. Just trend it. How? It, I mean, trend what, it. They already got justice. They killed them. That's true. Yeah, I love the scene of Murray waving <laughs> as all the cars pass by. The yeah, yeah. yeah his they fucking shit eating grin. <laughs> I love that. I don't know about you guys, but I have nothing more really. Me neither. Um, it's been fun to chat about this. I've been waiting to chat about this. I'm really excited about our next conversation. Do we have any idea when that's going to be? I texted Kyle because I'd like him to be on it. I would too because I need I need a I needed partner. Oh. Because normally it's he okay. and I against you two when it comes to the DC movies. Yeah, we'll see. He um, fucking likes everything though. Like, ooh. Uh, do you know so. why? Do you know why he likes everything? Because he tries to appreciate effort. Okay, well, this girl just he likes can, what she he likes, has, and that's all you get. Here, I heard this explained really well, and I kind of feel like this too. I'm smart enough to know whenever something isn't working. I can pick up on it when it's not really working, but I still appreciate the effort and, and the attempt, and sometimes that's enough because... Sometimes it's not. Because, I mean, like, it's okay to have your critics, but, like, there's no need to, like, be like, fuck this. There's no, no You know what I mean? I don't know. Sometimes there is whenever it's for the almighty dollar cash in. But other things, it's kind of like I, I appreciate. And that's not Warner Brothers. <laughs> I was like, oh, so uh, you want me to watch uh, Batman we, we or can, Superman? We stop. <laughs> <laughs> we stop. We, uh, Attack <laughs> Matt, go! <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks once again for listening to Geek Cinema Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go subscribe to us on iTunes or your podcast app and leave us a review on iTunes and then join us next week for Justice League. We were uh, gonna release one. We were gonna release either this or Justice League this past Sunday and then the other on this this day, but stuff got messed up. We couldn't all get together in time. So we're going to release it next Wednesday. And then uh, I think by December we'll be back on our Sunday schedule. So outside of subscribing and leaving us a review, please go follow us on Instagram at Geek Cinema. And uh, tell your friends to go there. Uh, Follow us. We have tag your friends in our posts. Better yet. And uh, go like us at facebook.com slash geekcinemapod and follow us on twitter.com slash geekcinemapod and say hi. Tell us what movies you want us to go over. You know, the, if, if you've been listening for a while, I'm sure you're sick of me saying the exact same thing. But let's just enjoy Sting's beautiful voice together right now. Mm, see, this is different, right? This is, this is, this is prime content. All right, I'll get out of your hair. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bada bing, bada boom.